A long, low, rake-masted ship drifted into Smuggler's Cove under a single foresail. The deck was almost flush except for the jut of the aft castle, on which an old woman sat at a little table pouring hot chocolate from a silver pot. That's the pedal? asked the newcomer. Yes, said his guide, a young boy from the village above Smuggler's Cove. It looks like a pirate ship, ventured the newcomer. The boy snickered, then said with the superiority of the sea expert instructing the ignorant land rat, That's because it was, before Granny Rissa's family got it. They were smugglers, which is why we're called Smuggler's Cove. Oh, the newcomer said, peering under his hand at the old pirate ship. The boy added, Old Granny Rissa was a pirate fighter as well as a smuggler. To his surprise, the newcomer murmured, Yes, so I was told. A girl of about 20 leapt from the pedal's rail to the dock. With practiced movement, she made the bow fast as a crewman aft secured the stern. That's young Rissa, the boy pointed. Talk to her or Granny Rissa. They both do hiring and trading. The newcomer smiled down at his guide. His tunic and riding trousers weren't exactly toff, like what the nobles wore when they rode in their fancy coaches to Ramona City. But they looked rich anyway, hinting at largesse. Thank you. The newcomer pressed a six-sided sartorin silver into the boy's hand, which sent him whooping up the trail to his mates. On the dock, Arisa paused at the unexpected sight of a young man coming down the narrow switchback trail, his long pale hair neatly tied back with a ribbon. She put her fists on her hips and waited. She liked what she saw. He was tall, slim, but moved with the swinging stride of someone used to being active. He was dressed plainly, except for excellently made high black-weave cavalry boots. Rissa flicked a glance at the fellow's face. Square, pleasant expression that didn't give much away. Long hands, no rings. Altogether, an interesting anomaly. Good. She liked interesting people, and hoped he would not open his mouth and promptly become a bore, or worse, a snob. She knew how to handle snobs, except that Granny Rissa didn't like her being rude to them. Bad for business, which had been all too scarce ever since the war. He reached the bottom of the pathway and started down the dock. She watched his gaze travel down her own form and mentally assessed what he saw. Medium height, plain face, wide hips, cast-off blue tunic shirt, ancient deck trousers that had belonged to her father before he returned to Fowl to join his cousin's cavalry force during the war. Bare feet, her curling dark brown hair tied up in her kerchief. What he saw was quite different. He liked the strength hinted in the set of her shoulders, the easy stance accentuated most attractively by the generous curve of hip, her wide-set dark eyes, her wide curving mouth with a sardonic shadow at the corners. Her face was framed by the dark tendrils of hair that had escaped her kerchief. She crossed her arms across her front. Good morning, he said. Yes, he had a tough accent. I need to hire a boat or a ship, a seagoing vessel, to take me to Sendalion. There is no more Sendalion, she interrupted. He paused, regarding her with mild surprise. I realize that. I ought to have said what formerly was Sendalion. Or more exactly, I guess, the Port of Alcaba, as I understand the shoreline along what was formerly Sendalion is too flat for landing. Rissa nodded. So far, so good. All true? Will it just be you, or are there servants lurking around with a lot of baggage? Just, hey, 
Rick, wait up! A young man called from the top of the bluff. The handsomest fellow she'd ever seen loped down the mountainside. He was tall like the one he'd called Rayek, but unlike Rayek, who was slender, the newcomer was heroic in build, with curling black hair escaping most romantically from his white ribbon tie, his eyes thickly fringed with black lashes below winged brows. As he dashed up, he gave Rissa an openly appreciative up and down through blue eyes, startlingly light in his dark face. When she gave him the same appreciative up and down, he grinned. His grin was decidedly rakish.